Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Fucktard Theater. Had to change up the scene a bit, since we got the uh, nice crackling fire in the background. (coughs) Had to to emulate some Master Pace Theater. I'm Andy. Rod Mac. Rod Mac. And we are Fucktard Nation, and we are fucking live. Yeah. I did. And I'm out of the picture, so let me scoot it in here a little bit. Alright. Now I'm in the picture. Oh, Lord. So. So. Tis the season, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. I was going to have me a, a bourbon and eggnog for Thanksgiving, but due to the car wreck last Monday <laughs> and the medications I'm on, I'm not supposed to be drinking, so I'm behaving for now. Medication... Hopefully, maybe we'll be ending soon, but I don't know. I'm still having a lot of neck and back pain. We talked to a lawyer today. Um, he's actually a fan of Fucktard Nation. His name is TJ Smith, so if you have... Make them pay, TJ. That's right. Make them pay. If you have any issues with personal injury of any kind, you make sure you get a hold of him. He's a really cool dude. He's a very active member of the group. He's always commenting on here. Um, so, make sure you... Uh, Use him for your needs. Yeah, we can't talk a whole lot about the wreck. I just want to say, hey, I'm okay. Sorry we had to cancel the live last Monday due to a fucktard. Yeah. But uh, here I am this Monday, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it easy and slow. I'm not going to do my regular jumping around life and goofball bullshit because, uh, you know, I got to be good. Yeah. <coughs> There's my baby on here. Hi, Sierra. So, yeah, anyway, um, it was still a pretty fucktarded day, all in all. It was decent fucking weather, though, so I couldn't complain about that. It was beautiful today. I'm, I am not complaining one <clears throat> bit about this this weather because I hate that frigid-ass cold shit that we have a lot of the time. Yeah. So, I'm not going to complain about the weather. But, anyway, so... uh. Want to talk some uh, real fucktarded shit? Like uh, I'm mind blown at my own fucking family. Last night, my daughter and her boyfriend comes over for dinner because my daughter don't cook, even though Mama's a hell of a cook. I'm not bragging on myself or anything, but you know, she hasn't mastered that skill yet. So, instead of when she lived at home spending time watching what mom did in the kitchen, she'd rather be on a cell phone or something and whatever. So, she's been bugging about a home-cooked meal and couldn't wait for Thanksgiving and and whatever. And she was off work last night. So, I was like, well, I'll cook. You know, I went to the racetrack for a little bit yesterday. I was the only one that won. And it was a whole $6. But I was the only one that won. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh... That was fucktarded. So, after the racetrack, I come home and I cooked a a real nice dinner and invited my daughter and her boyfriend over. And after we get done eating and what have you, we're all sitting around talking. And we have a a male chihuahua and, and two female chihuahuas. One of the females is a direct result of our mama and daddy male and female. Yeah, we have an inbred chihuahua. So... <laughs> and our female's pregnant again, the mama. But anyways, our male chihuahua, somehow we get on this conversation and what is it y'all said? Oh, he's got a massive pecker for such a little dog. He does. Gizmo is like, I don't know, 18 inches long with a five inch dick. So he's like one third dick. I was in there sitting in the kitchen talking about my dog's pecker. And I'm like, are y'all fucking serious? I mean, come on. I'm proud of him. It's a fucking dog. I mean, he is, he's little though. He's black and white and he's all balls and, and weenie. <laughs> he's a true chihuahua. Yeah, he, he's a horn dog, definitely. He's, uh, but, and then they're looking. Like, it was a whole fucking conversation. Then they're looking at my other male dog, which is a pit, Australian Shepherd. And they're like, man, it's sad. Gizmo's pecker is bigger than his, and he's three times the size of Gizmo. Yeah, 
And I'm like, y'all are so mean. The ratio of pecker to dog is really bad on Casper versus Gizmo. So we had whole conversations about dog peckers last night. It was horrible. Like, who sits around in their fucking kitchen talking about dog peckers? I'm like, holy fuck. And then they start talking about if he got a hold of our little bitty tiny chihuahua, he'd come out of her fucking eyeball. And then I'm fucking dying. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, seriously. So Gizmo's getting fixed before he goes to work on something else. Yeah, he's, uh, if I can ever get him to the fucking vet, everything keeps fucking my life up. Yep. Yep. It's been a, it's been a challenge. But, you know. So, talking about rules of the road, I was on the expressway today. I was on Gene Snyder. And 71 Gene Snyder. So, I get up on the Gene Snyder and I'm trying to merge over so that I don't get back on 71. And this fuck nugget comes all the way over from the far left lane, almost into my fucking side. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you goddamn people? Learn how to drive. You do not merge over to the right when there is an on lane and people are trying to merge to the left properly. Yeah, this is our problem. So this is quit being a fucking idiot. This is, I swear, I've got a cloud hanging over me. Thank you. We love our background too. It's, it's beautiful. But, I mean, like, it's... Simple rules of the fucking road. So, learn them. It's called safe driving. Yeah, that extra two seconds you gain by acting like a fucktard like that, it really didn't gain anything. Yeah, people are just fucking annoying. I'm like, I fucking hate people. I fucking hate them. Yeah, fucktards. That's annoying as shit. Me too. I want to urinate on them. <laughs> I want to pee on everybody. I'm an R. Kelly all over the mm, whole world. Yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah so we'll, we'll touch on a few subjects so notice there are a few political memes we've allowed but our stance on this is if it's a direct funny thing about a politician we'll allow it we, regardless of what side we're on it doesn't matter but we, the- we will not allow things that down one side or the other so if, if you post anything that says directly democrats suck or republicans suck we have to get rid of that just because that's a shit stirrer and we don't need that kind of drama. Yeah, that's the thing. They, we've People message us and they're like, oh, there's political posts on there. Well, the thing about it is, if it's a political figure being stupid or saying something stupid or doing something stupid or somebody saying they look fucking retarded, whatever, that's different. But if you're just outright saying... You know, Democrats, blah, 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 and we can't have it, you know. But there's a difference between a political post and a political figure. Yeah. And we'll delete the actual post, not the figure. Basically, our stance is if it's funny and they're in the public eye, then they they deserve it too. So, I mean, we'll fuck with anybody. We don't care. Yeah, I'm not. I try to leave my opinions out of these, out of the fucked our nation. <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, politically correct by any means. Nope. So, yeah, uh, Thanksgiving's late this year, so I'm starving, waiting, waiting for it already. Yeah, I cook every year for my family and his family. So, I do, I start on Wednesday. And I'm up for 24 hours <laughs> or better. Yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of fucking cooking. We cook like a mug. So we'll have some of our friends coming over this year. I liked the uh, the meme on Fucktard Nation. The, you know, everybody's doing the decade challenge right now. And, yeah. and the turkey decade challenge <laughs> was quite funny talking about your mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Facebook decided after it had been up for four days, they needed to cover the photo. Yeah. Because I'm like, Ooh, it was offensive to see a turkey with a hole in it. Really? Yeah, fuck books, stupid. Like, there was a meme on there of the decade challenge, and it was a, a perky boob and a saggy boob. And then a couple days later, somebody else posted 
a perky nut sack and a saggy nut sack. And Facebook deleted the saggy nut sack and said that it was against their policies. Now, so Eric, uh, <coughs> Facebook turned on approval for you now, and they're watching everything you post. <laughs> yeah, so we have to. Uh, My cousin Eric, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, we have to approve all of his posts now. Fuckbook's making us do that, so he can't post on Fucktard Nation without approval now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I had to delete another one today. But I don't understand Fuckbook's policy. He, it, You know, a saggy boob and a perky boob, a saggy nut sack and a perky nut sack. And they delete one of them and say it's against their policies, but not the other one. And I'm like, okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck, fuck. Get your shit together. But my buddy Paul Hart sent me a killer picture earlier than I posted it. It's the uh, the mannequins in the window with this shoe advertisement for Black Friday. And it says, they had apparently posted it behind a pole. So it says, hose. Hose. Buy one, get one for $10. It says, <laughs> Black Friday going to be lit. <laughs> I was rolling when It'll I saw be that a shit. Black Friday to remember. <laughs> uh, I love shit like that. Accidental porn is what I call that. <laughs> Accidental porn is the best. Accidental fucking things that aren't done on purpose. Those are hilarious to me. So you, if you, anytime you see signs on the road that, you know, they forgot their punctuation, makes it sound really bad, we love that shit. Put it in here. You remember when they posted all over the city of Louisville the Gene Slider? Oh, yeah. Instead of the Gene yeah. Snyder? <laughs> yeah, the city of Louisville got pissed off about it because they don't want people to know that the Gene Snyder is a, basically an ice skating rink. And it's built on an incline. It was built like a racetrack. It's built on an incline, so you're going to slide into the fast lane. It was built... slide into the slow lane. That expressway was built like a friggin' race car track. Probably because people like me were drag and racing it on it before so it opened. it was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> when I was 18, I had this badass Dodge Charger, and they hadn't opened it all the way. And we got on that motherfucker one night and did 110 in that son of a bitch. So, sorry, Mom. Y'all probably didn't know that, but, you know. <laughs> we didn't get caught. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. when I was growing up, there was no Gene Snyder. It was the Jefferson Freeway. And it only went from Taylorsville Road to Prospect, and that was it. The rest of it didn't exist, so that was all built after the fact. You know, the Gene Snyder really doesn't make any sense, though, because it takes you all the way around Louisville, so it actually takes you longer to get places. Oh, absolutely. Bitch if, you at, if you look on a map, it's a big C. Yeah, and it actually takes you longer to get places by taking the Gene Snyder than it would if you just went fucking back roads oh, or whatever. Absolutely. And so now you add the uh, east that's end, a fuck tar. Add the east end traffic and the wonderful interchanges from sixty four and seventy one, and you got a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So I want to know: Do y'all really need degrees to design that shit? Because I'm telling you, I can design one better right now. <laughs> So, for, for example... I would probably dream one up better. When you take two interstates and you put them together, you don't give 30 feet for both of those lanes to get on each other. Because this shit doesn't work. They want to know why we have wrecks every fucking day. You've got, you've got literally like you've 70 got... feet for this people to get onto this road and this people to get into that lane to get off. And they're all doing it in the same 70 feet. And then on top of that, only about 80% of... Well, not even that much. I won't even give it that much. 40% of the population knows how to fucking drive. Yeah, this is And merge correctly. So, and then you've got them merging into each other and... Yeah, duh. That's what's going to happen. Here's the thing. I know you're in a hurry to get wherever the fuck you're going. But... There's a method that makes this shit work, is that you pick a car, and you wait for it to go, and then you get behind it. You don't try to race that car and jump and cut it off. That doesn't fucking work. Well, you know, Idiots. it's one of those Fuck things, cars. too. Like, I judge my speed. You yeah. know, when I start coming up to that interchange there, I judge my speed to let the car either in front of me or behind me or get in between two cars or whatever. Right. And a lot of people don't fucking know how to do that. I don't know why it's so fucking complicated. Yep. Yeah. Somebody but people act like it's the end of the goddamn world trying to merge into a couple of cars. Oh, it's it's complicated. Because apparently it requires more than one brain cell to drive. And somehow these motherfuckers are getting licenses with half of one. And I can't figure this shit out. 
Did, are, they, are you all taking the same test? This is what I want to know. Are you all taking the same test that I took? No. I will answer this. <laughs> they are not taking the same test that we took because if you remember when our youngest daughter got her driver's license. They didn't make her parallel park, did they? Well, they did. Okay. No, it was that fucking, uh, oh shit, what was it called? Sierra, what was it called? That I had you fuck up because I looked it up on the internet and it was wrong. Yeah, no shit. It um, was called a turnabout. Oh, or a turnabout. Where you're a three-point three turnabout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You turn into a street and then back out and go in the same direction you was coming or some fucking shit. It's basically a U-turn, but it's a three-point U-turn. So you back in and then back out the other way. And it was a crock of shit. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Crock of dung. So, yeah, um, and there's a lot of other shit that's, you know, things are different. Yeah, three-point turnabout. That's what it was called. Three-point turnabout. She screwed up because mom looked it up on the fucking internet because it wasn't on my goddamn driving test. I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? I just do a one-point turnabout. You go really fast, and right when you get into the driveway, you slam on your brakes and yank the wheel, and you do a 180. That's a fuck (laughs) tart. That's a fucked hard move. That's dangerous driving. That's Dukes of Hazzard. We're supposed to be teaching people how to drive correctly. I'm a motherfucking Boluke in this bitch. <laughs> See, I grew up I grew up in a different world, you know. I'm, yes, I'm old, but, you know. He's the, a half a century. The Dukes of Hazzard was reality. and we, we really thought that shit was true. I tried to jump all kinds of shit. Mm. Of course, I was still riding a, a BMX bike then. So. Well, my dad was a kid. He lived off Stone Street Road. And the funniest fucking story ever. And I'll never forget it. And my dad tells it so great. I wish I could get him on here to tell it. But him and his brothers used to drive, ride their bikes down a great big hill and across the railroad tracks. And they jump the tracks and whatever. But anyway, so they get top of Stone Street or whatever. And they take off flying down this hill. And he hit the railroad tracks one day and come up, and his fucking front tire flew off. (laughs) And when he hit that motherfucker, the fork stuck in the road, and he went flying. Oh, there we go. I'm like, yeah, that's a fucktard. Fire relocation. Yeah, I made the camera go out of focus, I know. But I had to fix the fire, so now we're good. So, yeah, my dad was a real fucktard growing up, I think. Shit, so was I. You wouldn't believe the shit we used to pull. Let me tell you about some of the escapades that me and my friends used to pull. And actually, here's a really fucked up diversion here from the subject. But So, one of my best friends growing up happens to be married to Miranda's cousin. So, <laughs> it's like I, my friends can't get away from me. I'm going to fucking find their ass one way or another. But uh, my, my buddy Roger... One night, Roger wanted to spend some time in the hotel room with his girlfriend. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling this story, Roger. And me and my best friend, Glenn Morton, he let us borrow the car. Hi, Ellie. Hey, Ellie, how are you? <laughs> yes, I still am. You know that. I say, y'all are too crazy funny. Can I, hello? Hey, girl, how you all doing? How's the salmon farm doing out there? I miss you guys. I need to come out and see you. Um, I've been keeping up with, with uh, Tim's. Inter- enterprising in the islands, and I'd like to hear more about that. So, you tell them I said hi, and uh, I'll come see them soon. Yeah. Um, back to the fucktard story. Back to the fucktard story. So, <laughs> Roger decides he wants to spend some time in the hotel room with his girlfriend, and me, we're having a hotel party. Well, that wasn't what Roger wanted, so he gave us the keys to the Maverick. Now, Roger had a 1974 Maverick with a 302 in it, and we'd already boarded out like 40 over, so this was a mean motherfucker. On some big ass fucking fifties in the back and just hot rod redneck machine. So Glenn and I decide we're gonna go rampaging all over Louisville. First place we go is the brewery downtown, which is I don't know what it is now, but in the highlands of Louisville. And at the time we weren't twenty one, we were just twenty. And uh, we decided we were gonna sneak into the brewery. And so we went around the back and we went in the back door and we climb up on the roof. Because the, somebody was coming. So and when they went away, we went back down. And, and we actually ran in the back door, stole two bar stools, and ran out and threw them in the car and took off. Well, by the time we got to the edge of the parking lot, one of the bouncers realized that we had stolen a bar stool. So he comes up and he's like, did you all steal a bar stool? And, and we'd already put it in the car so he didn't see us. And I'm like, 
looking at my pants and shit. I'm like, nope, ain't got a bar stool in here. I had no idea what you're talking about. So we jump, well, y'all need to get out of here. So we jump in the car, take off. We get about halfway down the parking lot, and I guess he sees the leg of the bar stool in the back window. And he comes running at us and grabs a hold of the fucking door. Glenn stomps the fucking gas, and this car's got a lot of power. When we do a fucking burnout around the corner out of the parking lot and sling the bouncer across the street, he goes rolling off like fucking 15 feet. And we just fucking haul ass. And somehow we didn't get caught, I guess. He's trying to get in trouble. In 1987, there was no camera footage, so nobody had cameras in their parking lot. They couldn't get my fucking license plate. None of that shit. (laughs) So we haul ass, we jump on the expressway down around Lexington Road and get on 64 and get off of Cannons Lane and we almost jump over the fucking median and shit because we were going too fast. And it was boring over there, so we jump back on and get on back on 64 again in Hurstbourne Lane at the time. It's now Hurstbourne Parkway. But that's where the hotel party was at. But we weren't ready to go back there yet. So we, we drove through Walmart at the time. It was Walmart on Hurstbourne. Well, they had some kind of sidewalk sale that was all sitting outside and we decided that since Mother's Day was coming up, we were going to get some plants. So we stole like five rose bushes and a couple of trees and threw them in the back of the car. So we got a bar stool and like five rose bushes and two trees. You're <laughs> and then we went and dumped them all all over at, at our house in the neighborhood and came back. <laughs> Roger's like, so what did y'all do? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> we I didn't tell him until like a year later what we did in his car. <laughs> I don't think Fucktart Nation is supposed to tell on yourself. Hey, that the you statute of limitations is way up. This was like 1986. Anyway, so 88 probably. He's probably 88. Joe Thompson. I went to high school with him. He said I was always a better driver than him. Yes, I have always been a better driver than you. I'm not a fucktard. <laughs> but anyways, Joe Thompson. We got we got a funny fucking story. I lived out in Bloomfield, and I lived up on this big hill, and at the bottom of my driveway, there was a creek that ran across the driveway, and it flooded, and I had to go to work one day, and I couldn't get out of my driveway, and it was a new job, and if I missed work, they was going to fucking fire me, so I'm like, well, I'm like, I got to fucking get to work, so I call Joe, and I'm like, you need to come and get me. I got to figure out how to get out of my driveway and get to work and blah, blah, whatever else. So he comes over and he wades through this Russian fucking creek across the driveway and picks me up and throws me over his shoulder. And Joe's a really big guy. And I was teeny tiny then. I ain't so teeny tiny anymore. I'm fat ass now. But anyways, he throws me over his shoulder and he wades across this fucking Russian creek again and puts me in the car. You do realize that motherfuckers takes die like me to that. Work. I've seen motherfuckers die like that on TV. That was some <laughs> fucktarded shit, man. It hey, was that's brave. It right was there. like waist deep on him too. I mean, I it was fucking up there. The flood of '97. When the flood of '97 hit, I was actually on my way to Dixie Highway to band practice and realized that everything was starting <laughs> to come over the bridges. So on my way to band practice, I stop and fucking go rescue some lady's dog that's stranded on her roof. Uh, so luckily at that time, around the side of her house was a little hill and you could still get over there. So I had her get me a ladder and I took it, put it on the hill and leaned it on the roof and went and got her dog. She had thrown the dog on the roof because it was in the backyard and she didn't know what else to do with it. The water was coming up so fast she didn't have time to do anything else. But so yeah. Yeah. And that shit was dangerous as fuck, but I didn't even think about it. You don't think about it in those times. Yeah, the 97 flood. It was fucked up. The, the video of that flood. Like the Ohio River didn't even flood until two days later. All the problems came from the internal drains. Yeah, the, the drains not the drain system the, sucked. Yeah, the south ditch and the eastern ditch, all those ditches. But the video for the 97 flood, you could see the ladder rocks of my dad's truck. Because we called him, we fucking called him like three hours before he decided to come home. And we told him, you better come home or you're not going to make it. Yeah, don't come down the road. And he's like, I'll be fine. It's no big deal. Blah, blah. You got to know my dad. He just, he's just whatever. I'll do what I want to do and it'll be fine and blah, blah, blah. So, about three hours later, the fucking phone's ringing, and he says, God damn it, come up here and help me get my shit out of this fucking truck. My truck's sinking. He tried to drive in the fucking neighborhood after the water was already up to the top of the neighborhood almost. Yeah. 
and got stuck and was swimming at that point. And we're like, we tried to fucking tell you. It was cool. I made money off the 97 flood, though. It was ridiculous. I had just sold my buddy my Volkswagen Beetle. And so he parked it out in Shepherdsville next to the Salt River, which also came out of its banks. So uh, it went underwater like as soon as he bought it. And it was still insured under my insurance. And we ended up getting like 1200 bucks out of it. And I only sold it to him for four or three. And I only bought it for like five or six. So we split the money and we both came out pretty good. <laughs> Volkswagen Beetles will only float... If they don't have rusted out floorboards, yep. And mine was rusted out as fuck. Like I could, I could throw beer cans underneath the passenger seat, and they would bounce down the road. <laughs> that was my beer can disposal method. Yeah, back in the days when you could drink and drive. Well, I was, uh, I was drinking and riding. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah, Joe's a real good fucktard. <laughs> he he said to uh, <laughs> tell his fucktard blender story. A well, fucktard <laughs> blender. No, he was a fucktard. Oh. With the fucking blender. It happens. When I was like 19, he was at my house. And I was having a party. I had a bunch of people over. And I was like, go fix some mixed drinks in the blender. And he's like, okay. This motherfucker goes in my kitchen. And I don't know what the fuck. I've never seen a goddamn mess from a fucking blender. There was shit on my ceiling. Well, if the fucking lid my pops walls, off. My walls. If you feel it too full, the lid will blow off. My everything. My whole fucking kitchen was splattered I did it with once. some goddamn strawberry daiquiri shit. If you fucking feel it too full, that shit will blow the lid right I off. I said, what the <laughs> fuck did you do? Like, I've never had a problem with a goddamn blender. He filled it to the top and then put the lid on and then fucking turned it on. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> he did. I did that shit before. I hear screaming and yelling and shit. I was from running the around kitchen. the kitchen trying to catch the shit in midair because I didn't want to waste my alcohol. <laughs> it was like raining. You fucking, would, my It was raining margarita. <laughs> you fucking would. You stupid ass. Yeah, I, like I, seriously, I did. No, uh, I mean the shit we. Used to, I, I'm so glad that uh, the world's a little more surveillance. Than it was back in the day because the shit we used to I'm do. I'm not. I can't get away with nothing no more. God, the shit we used to do though. Oh my God. You all have no idea. I could tell you stories all night. You would not believe the shit I used to pull. Yeah, um, I believe it. And you know, Waverly Hills is scary, but it's even more scary when you're on acid. <coughs> nice. And uh, I couldn't figure out which were ghosts and what I was actually seeing. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure most of them were real. But I was tripping out so hard, I spent most of the night on the roof. It's all I've heard. Speaking of acid, one night we decided to drop some, and uh, we were at this hotel hanging around, because this hotel had a little pool table and some arcade shit, so we'd go in there and hang out, and for some odd damn reason, we decided to go to the hotel next door, and next thing I know, Glenn's got a fire extinguisher, and we're running down the hall going, oh, fuck, and we run down the hall and get in the car and take off down the road with a fire extinguisher, and now we don't know what to do with it, because we got a fire extinguisher, so... Anyway, this, some asshole ends up cutting us off and being a dick. So we get to the red light, and we fucking blast powder fucking fire extinguisher all over his car, not realizing that his fucking window was down. So we turned this dude entirely white at the fucking red light, and then took the fuck off. <laughs> Just coated his whole car with this white powder shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Good old times, man. Fucked up. Oh. Joe said acid stories rock. Yeah. <laughs> not oh, all of them. Not not all of now, believe them. Believe me, the first time I ever did it, they were doing a bunch of construction, and I was trying to drive Glenn from the boat docks all the way over to his girlfriend on Southern Parkway. And there's those construction horses all the way down Dixie Highway. Well, they were tripping me out so bad that I stopped like 70 feet from the red light because I couldn't tell how close I was and they're like dude you can scoot up I'm like no I'm good I, I'm good like right here they're like no dude the fucking line's way up there but I wouldn't move because I was tripping balls <laughs> and I ended up going easing up like five feet at a time until the light finally turned green but god that was a challenge the first time I'd ever done acid and decided I'm going to drive like 30 miles <laughs> not good good night Allie not good you going to bed <laughs> <clears throat> Unless I'm a fucktard, but the last time I checked, GN was good night, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's good night. <laughs> Unless I'm fucktard, and I'll be the first to admit it. 
So, yeah. I don't know internet language. Anyway, LSD is uh, was bad. <clears throat> and you can't get good LSD anymore. They don't make it. So, don't you young kids try to find that shit. Because when the Grateful Dead died and the Grateful Dead scene died, so did acid. Yes. The shit you're getting nowadays, there's no telling what you'll actually get and you'll die. Don't do that shit. Yes, Joe, that is the same night that you run down the street butthole naked down from your grandma's house. <laughs> I did that shit once in a hotel room. <coughs> I ran down the hallway, and then they locked me out, and I was stuck. <laughs> That's Fun what I shit. would do. I'd lock your fucking It was Jay Tennyson. Out. Jay Tennyson shut the fucking... Uh, me and Jay Tennyson raced down the hall naked, and when we got back to the other end, Louie had shut the fucking door on us. Louie, Louis, the local guy. <laughs> Louis, do you remember the fuck the the, uh, the ass? I know. Yeah, he watches a lot. So if he's on here, do you remember the uh, naked race through the hotel on Dixie Highway back in like two thousand five? But anyway, it was blast. <laughs> we used to have parties at my house in Bardstown, and for some reason, almost every party somebody was running down that fucking road naked. It's not a party till something. And I really naked. don't fucking know why everybody got naked and run down the fucking street all the time. I'm like. I just set up our drinking. Well, it's a great idea until you, <laughs> until you trip and roll down the pavement naked. That is not fun. No, it's it, it's really funny when you think you're on a country-ass road that nobody comes down and you're running butt-ass naked down that motherfucker and all of a sudden headlights hit oh, your the ass. Minute, the minute you get naked on a road, 47 people show up and they're all going to work. And it's like a nun and their grandmother. <laughs> Speaking of nuns, I got the most fucktarded story ever. Oh, God. My father's (coughs) aunt was a nun, and I only saw her, like, on special holidays and, you know, maybe five or six times over, like, a five or six-year period, because she lived in in the Nazareth home, where nuns lived in Bardstown. So, anyway, uh, this one year, she is at my house visiting. Well, me and my buddy Jason had decided we were going to make some money. And we had found a stack of porno mags underneath his dad's basement steps, and I was going to sell them at school for a dollar. So he had stacked them in a Hot Wheels case and, you know, thought that he could disguise them that way. Well, they show up at my door, ring the doorbell, and, uh, and I'm like, dude, no, take those away, take those away. Anyway, they, they wouldn't, they left them there. So I pick them up, and I walk in the house, and I'm trying to cut up the steps. And they're like, what do you got? And I'm like, oh, Hot Wheels. And I'm taking off running, and my mom grabs me and goes, no, it's not hot. What do you got? And I'm like, nothing. It's, it's Hot Wheels. Anyway, so she grabs me, pulls me over to the kitchen table. My aunt, the nun, is sitting there. She flips open the cover, and the first magazine has this chick tied up on the front of it and says, bondage. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So nothing makes a Christmas holiday worse than showing bondage porno to your aunt, the nun, and the punishment that I received afterwards. You cannot believe <laughs> That was probably the one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I swear to God, I wish I was a fly on the wall that day. I wonder if my mom and dad remember that shit. I have to ask them about God it. God damn, I would have fucking died laughing. So then I told my buddies at school the next day, you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> you all got me busted. My aunt and nun that I've seen like seven times in my life is sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> so not only am I grounded at Christmas time, but now I'm going to hell too. Yay. <laughs> I so wish I could have been a fly on the fucking wall for that, man. Just to see your mom's fucking face, much less your nun aunt's face. I can replicate what I remember. It was... (laughs) Oh, thanks! And I was like, oh, fuck! (laughs) Instant grounded. Grounded as fuck. (laughs) Holy shit, that was the worst fucking day ever. Oh, it was almost as bad when my mom caught me smoking, and I thought it was cool because she was my punishment was she was gonna make me smoke them back to back. So I thought it was cool until about twelve cigarettes in, when I turned green and started puking everywhere. If you smoke twelve cigarettes in a row, it'll fuck you up. She thought that was gonna deter me, I guess, and, and it did for twenty four to forty eight hours, I guess. Good God. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> <laughs> my first wife was a nun. I got none in the morning and none at night. None, none, none. I hear that. <laughs> That's hilarious. God almighty. 
I don't need to know about your sex life, Joe. I'm good. <laughs> I don't even want to know about mine. <laughs> you get snug. Nobody else is either. Yeah. <coughs> good God almighty. So, yeah. Fuck tarted shit, man. The old stuff, shit we used to get away with, man. We were That was the ultimate fuck tard. We used to uh, spray hairspray on the road. And when cars it. were coming and light it and watch them run all over the fucking road. Uh, we would do I'm surprised we didn't fucking get run over, man. We would do shit like, we would get a blanket and go lay on the corner where the, where the T intersection was and lay on the corner of the sidewalk wrapped up in the blanket. And cars would stop. And then we would jump up and run down the road and freak the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> you get shot doing that shit today. Yeah, or that one like surprise you didn't get one day shot uh, in there, one man. day my alcoholic neighbor was out decided he was going to till his lawn you know, so he was tilling his garden at like 10 o'clock at night so the only thing he could see <coughs> was the truck headlights that were on <laughs> that were running so we're sitting over there in the shadows picking the gravel rocks out of somebody else's uh landscaping and pinging his tiller and shit. So he's over there tilling and pinging, motherfucking goddammit, who the fuck's doing that shit? And he'd go get drunk and jump around. Well, he was already drunk. He'd be drunk. <laughs> he was he would jump all around, get pissed off, take another swig off the bottle, and we'd let it chill for about two more minutes. We'd pick up another rock, ping, <laughs> and fucking hit him again. Oh, shit. We were bad. And then we used to throw snowballs at cars. That's what we did on snow days. We would hide behind people's houses and launch snowballs at anybody that drove down the street. So one day we were doing that, and somebody was having a little party, and people were coming over bringing dishes and shit. So we decided to launch this snowball. Well, as we launch it in the air, this lady gets out of the car holding this big-ass salad bowl, and the snowball fucking just, bam, smacks her dead in the fucking head. She falls over and spills the salad all over the yard, and we're fucking running and hiding. Oh, man. You want to hear some fuck target shit? <laughs> When I was a kid, we lived in New Haven, and we used to go sledding in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds like an obstacle course I don't want to fuck with. We sledded at Chinooth Park. We was fucked hard, man. We would get at the top of the graveyard hill, and we'd get on our garbage can lids, because, you know, that's what we used the sleds back then. Yeah, the plastic Didn't nobody have money to buy a fucking sled. <laughs> we used pieces of big-ass plastic. <laughs> So we'd get up at the top of the hill, and we'd fly down that motherfucker, and then you'd, you'd get into the graveyard, and you're trying to turn your shit. <laughs> well, one day a little boy went downhill and smacked right into a gravestone and split his head. Boy, that was the end of that. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I ended up injuring myself during a sledding incident. <laughs> I had one of those Eskimo jackets, and we had built this big-ass snow ramp at the end of my sidewalk, and my mom's hill was like this. And at the end of it was, a, you know, dead-ended into a field. So I went to running as fast as I could, dove on that thing, was just fucking rolling. I hit that jump, and as soon as my sled hit that ramp, well, them Eskimo jackets had these big old zippers. That zipper stabbed right in my chin and split my entire chin open. And I jump, and you see this big blood trail through the snow of where I went flying through the air and landed. And there's a big <laughs> pool there. Nice. And I remember going to the hospital getting stitches. And, oh, yeah, fun shit. What's up, Charles? What's up? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got a fuck tar problem? Yep. Jesus. You remember the what? Yeah, it's off scream or something. Some well, the scream took it from like the Budweiser commercial. Yeah, well. Where they were calling their friends on the phone. What is that? I'll tell you what. The well, fun- we used to do that shit. The funniest ever fucking fuck-tarted Budweiser commercial ever. Yeah, you can only see it on the internet. <laughs> it only played one time during Super Bowl. And you have to look it up on the internet now. We'll post and it's it in here. So fucking funny. And me and my mom were watching Super Bowl that year for whatever fucking reason because we don't ever watch Super Bowl. But well, we used to watch it for the commercials. Right. But now the commercials are just fucking stupid, Screw so that. we don't even watch it anymore. But this year, we're sitting there and the commercials come on, so we're watching, and this Budweiser commercial comes on, and it's the Budweiser horses a, and a carriage. How about a little? <laughs> Yuletide 
And the guy and the girl in there, like a candlelight dinner type shit or whatever. And there's a candle right here. And the guy goes, they're like, talking or whatever. He, he says something he like that. No, he bends over to, to get a Bud, a Bud Light out of the cooler. And the horse farts and the candle blows up and this bitch catches on fire. And he jumps up and goes, oh. <laughs> he comes back out from the cooler and he goes, oh. It's the best commercial ever. We'll post it in the group. I fucking died. Uh, yeah. It was the funniest shit ever. Hello, Jamie. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah, this this. I'll post that commercial here. I'll find it on YouTube. It is the fucking best Budweiser commercial in history. But for like ever, me and my mom sitting there going, well, this is fucking stupid. And then all of a sudden, that fucking horse farted, that candle blew up, and goddamn, we lost it. That was just the fucking end yep. of that. Yep. And that was the best fucking commercial I have ever seen. Yeah, the Budweiser frogs. Bud. Bud. Yeah, the Budweiser frogs are Bud. cool. Yeah, we had some good old commercials back in the day. Yeah, Bud was deep and why, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Bud, why, sir? Good shit. Oh god! Back in the days when they had alcohol commercials on all the time, you notice you don't see that anymore because it'll make kids drink. Yeah, I'll tell you what'll make kids drink. Acting like they can't all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to tell on myself, but, you know, I'm going to tell on myself because I've got a, a pretty good, responsible fucking kid out of, that's 20 years old now, so. Yeah, we're pretty lucky. We didn't fucking hide shit from her. Nope. You know, when she was like 13, 14 years old, and we'd go on vacation, Mom, let me have a drink of your drink. Here, take a drink. Have a drink. Try it out. We knew she wouldn't like it. Because, you know, if you hide the shit from them, then they're going to grow up and they're going to be too curious about it and they're going to fucking go overboard with it. You know, my kid don't fucking drink at all now, hardly. She fucking hates alcohol. Because every chance that she had, we took all the fun out of it because we were like, okay, here, try it. Uh, so, yeah, that we do reverse psychology to ass. <laughs> When you uh, I mean, when you seriously. take the fun out of something that's taboo, it's no longer fun. That's like yeah. fucking smoking weed. First time she asked us about it, yeah, we've smoked weed. What about it? Whoa, what's it like? Blah blah. I didn't say no. Don't ever fucking do that. It's horrible. God damn, it's the end of the world if you ever smoke the joint. Because then she'd have just ran out and probably got into something fucking worse. We just told her to hide all the potato chips and snacks. <laughs> if we ever want them in the house. I'm a horrible, I'm a horrible parent. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I was raised in a house where uh, you know, we were really Christian, so... All the things that I couldn't do, I couldn't wait to go do. And so, we, we took that element away. <laughs> and it made a big difference. Yeah. And now I got a fire. That motherfucker's raging now. Yeah. Yeah, Purdy. Purdy. Yuletide and shit. Hey, watch this. We're not He's watching just shit. roasting on oh an open God. fire. Are you fucking oh! serious? <laughs> 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 These nuts roasting oh, on an open God. fire. Jack off, I mean frost, nipping at your nose. That's like Charles said, his parents let him drink. He don't drink now. <laughs> drinks <laughs> a beer. What do you drink when you come up here to stay? <laughs> We're bad influence on Charles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Evidently, I'm a bad influence on a lot of people. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, well. You know, you gotta live once. Actually, you gotta live all the time. Because you never fucking get promised tomorrow, so... Have fun with life. Do what you wanna do. You, you think there's something you really wanna do bad enough? Do it. <coughs> don't sit back and think about it. Because you will regret it if Can you Can I don't. go jump off the house? No, you can't jump off the house. <laughs> 
I did that shit. It hurt. It hurt. You said if I really want to do something, go do it because tomorrow's not promised. No. I want to fly. I did that once. Kind of. I thought I could fly a couple times. How often do you visit? Um, once in every couple of months or so. You'll be here Thursday for yeah. my wonderful Thanksgiving dinner that I'm stuck cooking starting Wednesday and be up for over 24 hours. Make sure everybody got a full belly. Yep. And, I, <laughs> and I'm going to need all kinds of sympathy because this is the first Friday after Thanksgiving I've had to work in many, many years. Oh my fucking God. And I'm, I'm going to be so ass. hungover because uh, Thanksgiving also has wild turkey. Wild turkey and Thanksgiving is a tradition. <laughs> what is this story about? I came in once when I was a teen and my Ziploc bag was empty. My mom called me into the room and told me to call pizza. But, but Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, oh, so your mom smoked all your weed? Pizza Hut and ordered pizza breadsticks and told me to walk to the store and get her some chips. <laughs> well, yep, your shit was gone. <laughs> Yep, it happened. Kind of like that time we found my buddy's mom's weed and we smoked it all. Oh yeah, Charles, this is three o'clock on Thursday. She you never brought it up. My buddy's mom never brought up the weed we stole <laughs> from her because she didn't want us to know she was smoking weed, but we smoked it all up. <laughs> she never did bring that shit up. <laughs> when I was pregnant, I was at my dad's house. My mom and dad was split up at the time. And, uh... I was at my dad's house and I was really cold. And I got in a sock drawer looking for a pair of socks. And I don't think I've ever told him this. And I know he's listening. So anyways, got in a sock drawer to get me a pair of socks. And I opened the drawer and there's like all these baggies of fucking weed laid up in the sock drawer. And I'm like, um, okay. And I just, I shut the fucking drawer. We ain't got a blanket. I ain't fucking touching that shit. <laughs> I would have been Yeah, that shit laid out like he knew. If it'd been moved, touched, or anything, he's gonna know. He had that shit Besides, I was, pre- I was pregnant, so I wasn't smoking at that point anyways, but... Photographed and documented. Yeah, something. Fuck. I was like, God damn, what the fuck you got going on? <laughs> I remember when my buddy tried to um, be like Chris Tucker... On Friday, and had this this dude uh, front him some weed, and he was going to try to sell it all. Yeah, we ended up smoking like three quarters of a pound. <laughs> you was fucked. You didn't even know your fucking name. No, we just paid him money. It was pretty damn good weed. Damn. We, we all bought it ourselves. <laughs> you know, speaking of weed... One of my favorite songs was I Got Five on It. <laughs> Still one of my favorite songs. I was always $5. I was a $5. Give me my joint for $5. And that's what we smoked to was I Got Five on It. <laughs> yep. You can't do that no more. That fucking shit's ridiculous. They charge you like $10, $15 for a little bitty fucking joint. And I'm like, what the fuck I got you want me to do with that? $47.50 on it. <laughs> It's different. Now. Like, seriously! You cannot smoke for $5 anymore. I got $48 on it. <laughs> I got more. Let's get geek. $48 on it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. That's just Inflation. Up. See, people like to let listen to that song because they're like, man, y'all usually really get weed for $5. Yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> for a joint, you know, a good endo. I mean, it wasn't even like them little bitty motherfuckers they try to give you these days. That was that was good size. Hog leg. Now it's like, what the fuck is that? What do you want me to do with that shit? <laughs> I remember when somebody tried to sell me some oregano. I'm like, motherfucker, I cook. <laughs> what in the fuck do you think you are doing? You better go get some motherfucking spaghetti sauce with this shit. <laughs> I I can't say nothing about that. You couldn't fool me with some damn oregano. This this bitch one time I hated her. I couldn't fucking stand her. And I know my mom's watching, so I'm not even gonna say what grade I was in. But anyways, 
<laughs> she, single digit grade. She had asked me <laughs> for a joint. And I said, okay, I'll get you one. And I couldn't stand her. So, me and a couple other people went over and we got leaves and <laughs> grass and crunched them up. And rolled them up. Did she smoke that shit? I bitch smoked it and we sat there watching her. She acted like and she was high she's high And she's sitting there acting like she's fucking high. And we were like. <laughs> hey, that's called the placebo effect. We were fucking rolling. It was some goddamn leaves and grass. <laughs> what does that shit say? Back in the day, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's yes, it was. <laughs> it was wild. I went and saw Digital Underground at, at Coyotes in like 2000. And Looney's wasn't even on the bill, but Digital Underground produced Looney's. So he had brought them with him, and they opened up the whole fucking Digital Underground show with fucking Looney's singing five on it. And I about flipped my fucking lid. And uh, Sniff, old Jefferson Bacon, was with me. He was flipping, too. <laughs> Good God! Yeah, fucking Good shit. Sniff. Ugh. Yep. Oh, sniff. <laughs> sniff jatter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My friend Jeff, I corrupted his ass and I permanently fucked him up. <laughs> He's stuck that way. <laughs> yeah, he never grew up past the fuck tarded <laughs> shit. <laughs> Me either, but you know, whatever. <laughs> You can at least cope. Yeah, I guess. So. I, I do a good job at acting. Anyway. I'm going to be nice. Let's get off that subject. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up for the night. Yep. So, Thanksgiving's Thursday. Make sure you get fat. I'm sure Monday when you see me, I'm going to be about 20 pounds heavier than I am on this fucking camera right now looking like shit. Anyways, so enjoy your holiday. And we'll see you next Monday, and thanks for joining us on Fucktard Nation. Thank you for coming to Fucktard Theater. <laughs> Later, guys. We out. Peace! <laughs> that actually was pretty good. That one was pretty good. It flowed. Yeah. Stories you can't.